Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are all following the Weight Watchers plan. I'm the Candace part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on Weight Watchers. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. This week, Aaron is still out, but she'll be back next week, we promise. So Ricky and I are talking about letting go of what is no longer working for us and embracing new norms that may get us better results. Look, I'm the first one to tell you that I know how hard it is to let go of familiar patterns, but sometimes the true change we seek lies in getting out of our comfort zone and trying something new. Are you ready? Let's talk. Hello, hello there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. And we are missing Erin. And again, she is being a wonderful friend. We are continuing to pray for um, the person who she's helping out, but we miss her here and we're glad to be with each other. So Ricky, yes. how you doing? How you been? You look great. Thank you. How have you, what have you been up to? Well, just celebrated another year around the sun. Is that how you say it? <laughs> You're getting on like, as my grandmother says, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fairly middling. When you're starting to get up there, you're starting to get fairly middling. <laughs> I love your grandmother's statements. <laughs> so you had a great birthday? Yes, it was wonderful. I just enjoyed some fun time with friends and um happy to just celebrate another year. <laughs> good, good. Well, I enjoyed celebrating with you and being able to, you know, go and see you smile. That's always the fun part. You know, it's like there's enough sadness going on in the world. It's always nice when you have a birthday or something to remind you of friends and good things. So yes. Oh, that's fun. And now we're getting into like, I cannot believe that we are in March. It's crazy. This year yeah. is, I know we say it all the time, but it's flying by. Do we agree that like January seems like this really long, if someone said it's January 89th, it's January <laughs> 101st and March of February, it's like, boom, that's right. it. It's like, crazy. I feel like it went quick, yeah. but, um, uh, so it's another reminder that we're closer to our step bet that is starting on Monday. <laughs> it's almost so here. I, you know, if you have not joined, you still have time. You still have time. We will be in a warm up week, but you can join during the warm up week. Search for RWWT and in the step bet app. It is called 
stepping into spring and we are have lots of players who have joined us for another round. Um, it's just another opportunity to get moving. And I think that with the sunlight and everything that's coming for spring, like I've always loved how much lighter it is mm-hmm. longer. Because yeah. that's something that you give up with this whole daylight savings thing. You know, it's like in winter in general, mm-hmm. it's all, it's dark at night, but now it's, it's yeah. just lighter, longer. It's so much easier to just go on that extra walk or, you know, just stay up and, you know, fix it and a meal when you didn't want to, when it was dark, yeah. all those things are so much easier. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm so excited. Well, and I wanted to kind of shout out, you know, we, we, a lot of times like to showcase people who are in our Facebook group. If you don't know what our Facebook group is, it's real WW talk. Um, we also have a YouTube page and you all leave some wonderful comments there. I'm trying to get back to, we're trying to get back and circling back to commenting on those things, guys, bear with us. We're doing this plus real jobs. (laughs) So sometimes it's not that we didn't see your comment. We plan on commenting. It's coming, but I wanted to shout out Boomy or BB Boomy, who said, when we were talking about mental well-being a few episodes ago, she said, I do what Ricky does. I visualize a big red stop sign in my mind when I catch myself being negative to myself. And if I'm alone, I will even put my hand up as if to stop someone and say out loud, stop. And I intentionally think of something else. It gets much easier with practice. You know, I think that those are tangible tips, you know, that Mm -hmm. may sound silly, like to put it up, but I think that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It kind of alerts us back to reality and says, you know, I am not doing this. I'm not going to continue to do this. (laughs) So great job. Yeah. Congratulations. Good job. And then I wanted to shout out and connect because we also have connect pages and you can find us in our show notes. But there was a discussion about sleep that we did before the mental health. And W.Y. Jillian said, I'm loving your chats, both current and historic. Thank you. (laughs) Quality sleep has been a huge issue in my life. The discussion on the impact of tart cherry juice has helped me so much. I picked up a bottle of the concentrated juice and now enjoy a one-point drink in the hour before I go to bed. That's two tablespoons of the concentrate and diet ginger ale or diet squirt. I remember something called squirt. Sorry. I sleep a bit better and wake up less often. And in my book, every improvement is important. Bless you all. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. I just love that so much. And, you know, when you get tips from our podcast or from the things that we share, that's why we do it, you Mm -hmm. know, because community, which we discussed last week, um, (laughs) is something that really helps you, you know, kind of learn those things that are going to make the journey that much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Off the heels of that conversation last week, it's so great to hear when something that we share actually really benefits someone, because obviously that's our hope. Yeah. But um, to hear you guys share that is really powerful. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. And we want to thank the new subscribers. We've had additional subscribers to our um, podcast to help us kind of defray the cost to produce this for you guys. So we really appreciate each and every one of you all who are, as we joke, saying, buy us a cup of coffee. We appreciate it. And um, we just want to say thank you because it's people like you who help us do what it is that we're doing. So thanks again. But Ricky, I wanted to kind of discuss, you know, when we were talking last week um, about 
the weeks that we were having, there was something that you shared that you told me you wanted to talk about today. And I wanted to kind of throw the ball to you when you were talking about your weigh-in. Yeah. You know, I shared last week that this month is challenging with Valentine's Day, with my birthday, just all the things that are available because of those, those events. I wanted to say holidays, my, my birthday, you know, it is it's a holiday. national holiday at this point. Of course it is. <laughs> but, um, so I was thinking, you know, I stepped on the scale, was not happy, was not expecting it, but also not happy with it. But I just thought, well, then do something different. Like this isn't working. You kind of shared that your therapist said something to that effect last week, but you know, do something different. Like, even if it's one thing, I think about Atomic Habits and the 1%. And as much as I've, you know, I've read that book and repeated it, there's, there's something about like internalizing it and actually doing it. Um, So I decided I'm going to do that. And for me, what that means is being more honest, uh, when I track being honest, and, and also just and I've shared this so many times, so I know I sound like a broken record, but including more vegetables in my diet. Um, it's always been a challenge since I was a kid, and it's hard to unlearn and undo those habits. But I'm an adult now, and I can, um, I'm can i in control of my choices. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but I really wanted us to discuss just doing the next right thing or doing the different thing that makes the difference <laughs> in our journey. I think that's such a great topic because, you know, you asked me a question last week and I'll throw it back to you to kind of get the discussion, you know, going. It's what do you think is making this time be the time that you're going to to actually move forward with doing something different? Because like you said, we've done this a lot. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think has changed that will make this time different? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I'm just tired. I'm I'm grateful to be in my late 30s. You know, not everyone gets to to age. And I think that's something you learn as you get older. When you're 20s, you're like, man, I'm getting older. This sucks, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, but it it's something about as we get older, as we might see our peers from high school or or people who are our age going through different um, you know, health issues or unfortunately passing away. It's like, I get to um, be this age. I get to be older and I want to continue to grow older. And I, I think, I think about that more like what damage am I doing to my body by staying at this weight? Um, and, and how is, what is my quality of life at this point? I have a great life. I'm not saying that I don't, but I don't want to be out of breath every time I go up the stairs. I don't want to not be able to sit on the floor with my students when they're doing work or playing a game. I want to sit with them. I want to be on the ground and be able to get up 
you know, like I I want to improve my quality of life and it starts with those changes. Yeah. And I, I, I um, think about how sometimes we're motivated by positive Mm -hmm. and sometimes we're motivated by the negative and I don't think that there's really anything wrong with either. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't want to be this or I really want to be this. And mm-hmm. I would have said in the past for me that I always thought that it was only the positive that I needed to, to motivate me. But I, I have actually found that sometimes the, the, the thought of what could happen, especially maybe because I have gone through something life-threatening mm-hmm. um, and recognize like you do that you only get one chance at this life and time waits for nobody. For me, it was the, I'm wasting so much time wishing that I could be better and hearing the excuses going on and on in my mind. And the doctors, when they look at you and they go, it would be great if you could just, you'd be even better if you could just lose a little bit of this. You're doing great with all this stuff. If we could just get this weight off. I don't want that to always be the narrative. But it's not going to change. Like you said, nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm -hmm. And when you've been given your given the the perfect opportunity, perfect, you know, I use in parentheses. But for me, when I talk about this year, January 1st was on a Monday. Mm -hmm. Okay, (laughs) it was like, what? Like, it's a new month. It's a new year. And this is like what I always said that I wanted. When are you going to stop using dates and things as an excuse not to move forward? When are you Mm -hmm. going to stop um, saying that tomorrow is going to be the day? Because there's going to come a time where you're going to mess up and it's going to be you needing to choose something different. Mm -hmm. And that's just, I've become afraid of what will happen if I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, and I always wanted to get there because I think that when you go along in a journey, we talked about how it feels like a car starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you resonated with that kind of, you know, it's like when you're starting a car, it goes, Arr. I've always given up before the car completely turned on. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm at a part in the journey where it's kind of going and going, going, I actually have fear of what will happen if I stop mm-hmm. and give in. And that's what's motivating me to do the different because I don't want to go back. Yeah. to where I was beforehand, because I know how that feels. Yeah. And I think I, I wonder, you know, when, for those who have done this for a long time, like us, you know, we've seen a lot of different versions of change and mm-hmm. of being sick and tired. Cause I would say that probably at very various times in our lives, we felt sick and tired. Mm-hmm. It's, when we did make the change, what made us revert back to the thing that we were doing in the past? That's something I haven't really been able to answer completely. Was it that I didn't really fully believe it? Was the why not strong enough? Because mm-hmm. I think initially, like right now, you're feeling really annoyed or you're feeling whatever you're feeling that's making you want to do it. Yeah. But when that feeling goes away, what's going to keep you there? You know, yeah, and I know that might not be something that you can answer, but that's always something that I think about. You guys hear my little three year old, he's agreeing. Um, yeah, he's over here, like, haha, I told you, you guys aren't gonna make it. No. Yeah. He's cheering us on, he's cheering us on. Let's reframe it. But you know, that's something I always wonder about because when we think about 
people who we talk about falling off that that wagon. That's always the statement. I fell off mm-hmm. the wagon. It starts off that something got you trying to get on the wagon in the first place. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's frustration. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing to analyze because I don't think I have the perfect answer. But one thing I think has stopped me when I've been on that side of the yo-yo <laughs> has been unre- being in a place of unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. and like alternate reality, if you will. Like I will convince myself that I can eat whatever I want and it'll be fine. And then I'll get to the end of the week and I'll be like, oh, well, it's just one week. You know, I'm not happy. Uh, I'll start again. I'll I'll get back on my feet, but not today. You know, it's a new week. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to, I'll track it. uh, Maybe, (laughs) you know, like that kind of like, it's not a full, like I've got one foot in and I've got one foot out and that doesn't, that's not consistency. That's not doing the plan. I am not being realistic. And that's why when I get to the end of the week, I don't see the results I want. Uh And I'm kind of, if I'm not getting myself out of that, if I'm not using my accountability partners, if I'm not honestly tracking, then I just, a slip can turn into a slide. Uh Uh And I think that knowing that pattern, you know, and being able to identify it, it's almost like, uh, what do they say, past is prologue. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it has to stay that way, but we know what this looks like. Yeah. You know, and I think that when we talk about making that change, I wonder if the change is not necessarily right now where you're saying, I'm sick and tired of this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something different because we've actually done that before. Mm-hmm. It's when we start doing the different thing and then we're hit with a challenge, you know, What's going to kind of, and I, and I, and I think for me, if I had to answer, it's um, trying to come from that curious angle that, you know, we've talked about in the past. I'm curious Mm -hmm. about what would happen if I didn't do what I have done in the past, Yeah, because I've seen that and I know that, and only I can call myself out on that. Only I can tell you what I really can do and what I can't do. So if I tell you that I can't eat a vegetable, using your example, because there's just none that I like, only I know if that's true. Mm-hmm. And if that's not true, I need to be able to say, I'm curious, what would happen if whether or not I love vegetables or not, I ate them anyway. Right. I'm just curious. I'm not even judging myself. I'm just sick and tired of giving into that narrative because it never has gotten me anywhere. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. What would happen if I just said, even if I don't like Brussels sprouts, I'm going to try, I'm going to eat one or I'm going mm-hmm. to eat spinach instead because mm-hmm. spinach is also a vegetable. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Brussels sprouts. I'm not going to give myself an out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to reframe my thinking when I do it. It's not a punishment. It's not something I'm doing because I've been bad and I need to eat something that's good. I'm not putting a label on it. It's just something that moves me in the direction of where I want to go. And I forgive myself if I find out that it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because I think that also has been hard for me. I'll tell you, as I've been reflecting on 
the past two months of me being not perfect, which Mm -hmm. I always said I understood, but I never really embraced. I had to forgive myself. And Mm -hmm. I worked on that a lot in therapy to say, why did you hold on to that for so long? Because mm-hmm. that, that's really what kind of, it was so weird. It's like, I have had all this success. I'm down all of this weight. And instead of being proud, I was hit with, I can't believe you. Mm-hmm. You could have done this so long ago. You were so determined that it had to be perfect. And you see, see told you it wasn't needed. Instead of saying, well, you know what? I did it now. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be that you have to find some reason to say why I'm eating the vegetables now. I'm not being perfect now. I'm mm-hmm. now embracing consistency over perfection and it feels good. Yeah. Um I'm I am trained and conditioned to beat myself up. Yes. And I have to unlearn, I have to unagree with that method. Mm-hmm. And the thing the reason why I'm choosing to do it is because it makes me feel better. Yeah. Not to do. What if it's just that? It just makes me feel better. And even like analyzing that even more back to your initial question about like, why do we have those moments where we backslide, even though we know how it feels to, to be successful? Could it be that we've been beating ourselves up for so long that we kind of have that in the back of our mind? Well, you're going to fail anyway. Like, I think that's part of it too. Like that negative self-talk about why couldn't I have done this sooner kind of plays into that of like, uh, I'm not successful because I haven't been able to figure this out sooner. And if we stay in that mental state, if we do have a moment of, you know, weakness, Mm -hmm. I think that's why we sometimes stay in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's addicting. Mm-hmm. And it sounds stupid because you're like, why would you be addicted to something negative? But come on. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that's, that's, that's the world. Welcome to real WW talk where we <laughs> overanalyzed that question for the past, what, three plus years. Right. It's <laughs> when my therapist asked me, why are you obsessed with eating out of the trash can? She said something like that, not because I was actually eating out of the trash can, <laughs> but she was, I was telling her how I felt punished that I Mm -hmm. shouldn't eat fast food Mm -hmm. and that I wanted to, uh, I could eat homemade chicken tenders that are made with organic boneless, skinless chicken breasts that I make and know all the ingredients. And I was like, well, that's punishment. I could just go to uh, McDonald's. And at that time they had chicken selects. And I was like, well, why can't I just have the chicken selects from McDonald's? So she said, you know, you're, you're really advocating for the junk food Mm -hmm. because you see the good for you food is punishment. Mm. And I said, well, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I want to eat out the trash can. Yes, I do. And mm. I want you to just be okay with it. You know, like it's a habit to want the negative, you know, like, and to mm. want things because I didn't view myself as deserving of the good things, mm. you know? So when good things are coming, the harder thing is kind of to not self-sabotage because it's new and because and that's why I think I've only ever gotten to a certain space of weight loss as well. Like when mm-hmm. you hit that number, I think for us, it was 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 50 and then it's like, well, some people keep powering through, but you're hit really, I've been hit with that desire to sabotage a lot. Yeah. And you know what sabotage I also realized to me looked like, um, it's not just in sabotaging weight loss by overeating. For me, it was starting to control by doing unhealthy things to lose weight. Okay. And that's something that I want to do differently this time around because 
I know how to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's always the healthiest way. Right. It could be in ways that is that really could borderline eating disorders and just things that are not good. Yeah. But I don't want to do that because I now also have a health reason. I've overcome something major with yeah. cancer. And I have a little boy who's looking at me and looking at my relationship with food and how I move my body and determining things for himself. So even at three, he's very inquisitive. He's looking, he's paying mm-hmm. attention. So I feel an additional weight yeah. um, to do that and not to give in to the normal self uh, sabotage that I, I do because it's a habit. Mm-hmm. And I think what others around us, our family or friends or kids would, you know, whoever they can see how we, like there's a reflection of how we treat ourselves and how we think about ourselves. Even if we're not saying out loud, I can't do this. I'm never going to be successful. I think that is displayed in our actions and then, you know, how we carry, carry ourselves. So I think all together, like when we are more positive in our mind, I know we're not talking about mindset today, but it feels like that's a huge part of this. You know, if we have that strong mindset of, I can do this, I'm going to do this. I deserve this. I think others can see it too. Mm-hmm. And they're more likely to, I think, also follow suit, you yeah. know, with themselves and how they treat us as well. Yeah. And so I think that when we're going into, I'm, I'm curious for, for us as we move forward, it's something we did in veterans court. If we know that we're going to have, we've, we've committed to these changes and we're like, look, it's, what do we do? We've, we've, we have to do something different when we have our face with the challenge of doing it, of actually implementing it, mm-hmm. you know, is it worth like writing out steps or is it, you know, like recording a voice note to your future self to say, Hey, I'm Ricky. I'm Candace at the beginning of feeling like this is what I have to do. You know, mm-hmm. I know that I, you don't want to exercise today, but I know you're going to, because mm-hmm. you're doing something different this time. Yeah. My challenge is I hope I would ho- open up the voice note. Usually you know, I create all these things as safeguards and then I don't use them, you mm-hmm. know? but just, just wondering, you know, what are some techniques and things that we can use to kind of stop us in the moment when we're on the journey of implementing these differences? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what exactly it is. I know we want to have that internal ability to do it, but if we're not at that point, I think you know, if you have that therapist to be mm-hmm. able to, to check you mm-hmm. or a trusted friend and accountability partner, I think it might be worth it to have that person, you know, be that support who says, hey, you know, are you sticking to your goals? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Because, yeah, the goal is to be intrinsically motivated, but we're here because we are not. And not to say that we won't ever be. Um, but I think we need to rely on that community and rely on the people who are there to support us to be able to to succeed. 1000% agree. I think that that is key Mm -hmm. because I would say for me, something that's been working really well has been, uh, using, uh, my husband, who's a part of my community, um, and also my friends as sounding boards with my thoughts that are irrational. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally oh, I want to, I overate today, so I'm going to overeat for dinner. Ricky, want to know the crazy thought I had? 
I was thinking that because I overate for lunch, I should also overeat for dinner, you know, and you saying, (laughs) why would you do that? But I having to talk it out, even though it might seem silly, is helpful to me because Mm -hmm. I need to have that dialogue about it so that I can remind myself of how preposterous it is. And then I go, see, that feels better. Mm -hmm. That's therapy, you know, and if you, and if you don't have a therapist, a lot of the people in the community can be that sounding board. It's just somebody to go. You And my husband does it so well because he's a man, right? So he'll do the, you are correct. Like, I'm like, you know, I probably shouldn't eat a 12 inch cheese steak just because I had Chinese food for lunch. And he's like, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just need, I need to, I needed to hear it. I needed mm-hmm. you to tell me that I'm correct, that what I was thinking was irrational. Because mm-hmm. I know I can't always trust my thoughts. Yeah. But I think that is progress yeah. to be able to get to a point where you are able to acknowledge that it's irrational and that you should share it with someone. Because, you know, if you're in a place where you don't acknowledge that it's irrational or you do and you don't want to share it with anyone, then you're kind of at square one. So I think that shows personal growth as well. What if we just assume that every thought we had about food and about this journey right now is irrational? And well, I wonder if that's a starting point, like, mm-hmm. especially for those of us who know that there's a, a mental bit block here and that we can do that thing. I'm just going to assume that I can't trust my thoughts. So mm-hmm. therefore I'm just going to run everything by my accountability people for mm-hmm. a week, for mm-hmm. a week and not even try to decipher rational or not. I'm, I'm going to make a coffee this morning, Ricky, and I'm going to put my oat creamer in it and I'm going to put my sugar-free syrup. What do you think about that? And you may say, that sounds okay. (laughs) Did you track it? Yes, I'm going to track it. (laughs) Just getting in the habit of sharing because Mm -hmm. at some point something's going to come up in the day that you don't want to share. Yeah. I almost guarantee, I'm not going to say a hundred percent, something's going to come up. Mm-hmm. That you're going to either want to hide um, or the person may ask you a question, Ricky, how's it going with those vegetables? Mm-hmm. And you may say, this is a time I normally lie or mm-hmm. I normally go, it's okay. I'm just not going to have them today. No, I'm going to then say, huh, thank you for asking me. I need to go make some broccoli. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of when we're honest, it it comes back to us. I think we have to be willing to know that if we want to be different, we want to change that once we put in the plan into place, whether it be having that community member or whether it's maybe you're using a calendar alert to remind you to take your vitamins or to remind you to drink water, that's reality hitting you. And you then have to decide, am I going to accept it or am I going to run away from it? Yeah. Such a fascinating discussion. Like I said, I think that it really ties in well to what we discussed last week with the power of community and how that can assist you when you're done with being done. Mm -hmm. And what are you going to do differently? Because whatever your thing is that you're choosing to do differently, whether it be water, vegetables, counting points, whatever it is, um, you need people sometimes to help you when you're not able to Mm -hmm. self-motivate. And that's okay. You know, it's okay Mm -hmm. to need that. And uh, for those who, if you don't have an accountability partner, uh, I keep touting our Facebook page, go on there and tell somebody that you need one. I promise you, you'll probably get 10, 15 people who will say, I'll help you out. Let's do it. Because 
we all understand what it is to have faulty thoughts. And instead of running from it, embrace that, you know, and embrace the community that's there to help you. So like I said, if you ever want to find us, this is again, Ricky, I love talking to you. Erin will be back soon, guys. She has not left. She's going, like I said, and just being a great friend, she's being a big part of her community. And Mm -hmm. so we are looking forward to um, having her back next week. Um, You can join us in the meantime, follow us on Facebook at Real WW Talk, Instagram, uh, Real WW Talk, same with YouTube. You can find us on Connect. Our handles are in the show notes. And don't forget to sign up for our step bet that starts on March 4 um, and runs for six weeks. Game code is RWWT. Until then, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.